Hey everybody, uh, hey, that's me, it's Steve Simonson. I'm right here and down on my screen, down there is Kevin King. Say hello, Kevin. Hello, how's everybody doing? I, I think they're doing well, I'll speak on their behalf. Uh, <laughs> Melissa is over, over <laughs> on that side on my screen. Hello everybody. So uh, we're just bringing on Melissa to talk a little bit about some of the, the uh, extra little benefits that uh, VIP Product Savant's customers get uh, as a result of their their uh, membership and customership, uh, if that's a thing. And uh, we just want to say hellos, big hellos to everybody out there joining us live. We know that, uh, you know, there's <laughs> – it's kind of weird, Kevin. I'd love to get your opinion. You know, six months ago, a Facebook Live or YouTube Live – this was a very rare thing, but today it seems like there's uh, we almost need like a cable news network of just Amazon seller shows. Don't you think that would be a good I, idea? I think so. I can't keep up with it anymore. I, you know, I used to check my have my Facebook on and check it all the time. Now it's it's too much. Uh, I check <laughs> Facebook like once a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, it is too much. But I do think, uh, yeah, I'm going to make this pitch to uh, the cable news guys, and we'll see if we can set up a 24 hour. Entrepreneur News Network, ENN, we'll call it. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Well, sounds like you, had, sounds like you have a new project. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as if I don't need another thing to do, right? <laughs> I know, I was just thinking, that must mean <laughs> I have another new project. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait to delegate that to somebody. So, big hellos out there to everybody. Uh, please, let us know if you can hear us. Uh, we're just getting uh, warmed up here. Uh, let us know if you can see us and tell us where you're from. Any of the above or all of the above. It's... It's kind of your call. Um, and, you know, today, for those uh, figuring out why they're tuning in, uh, Kevin and I are going to answer questions live about, uh, particularly for uh, Product Savants VIPs, but uh, the, the overall world is welcome to ask questions as well. And we're going to talk primarily about those unicorn ideas. And you can see my little, uh, my little buddy over here. He's, he's kind of like a unicorn. Uh, and we're going to try to figure out, you know, how you find the unicorns versus the dog products. And uh, I love dogs, but you don't want a dog product. Let me just tell you that. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, maybe even about the process and, and even some of the challenges that we have. Uh, is that fair to say, Kevin? I think so. Yeah. All right. He's very talkative today, everyone. Uh, and, you know, Kevin and I had a long conversation about the amount of talk time each of us get on these lives. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to speak, Steve, since, since I always do all the talking. I'm going to get it out right now. <laughs> get it out, everybody. Um, Melissa, where are you at right now? Um, I'm I'm in Idaho. Okay, so Melissa, I thought she was at the zoo. That's That was the, <laughs> the question I was actually going for because she's got a bunch of animals there. Uh, let's say some hellos. Uh, first of all, Kimberly says hello. Uh, and hello, Kimberly. Uh, and then Isaac a uh, uh, very good job on the tech support, Isaac. Audio and visuals are working well. I like the bear logo. And Sandra says, uh, hello. We can see you and hear you. I like this. This is a full conversation. Thank you for that, Sandra. And in Dubai. Wow. Uh, I was just in Dubai in March. Uh, I, I'm sure you've been to Dubai, Kevin. Yeah? I have, yeah. Yeah. Kevin's a world traveler, everybody. I don't know how many people know this. Unless you've listened to the Awesomers uh, origin story of Kevin, but how many countries have you been to, Kev? Uh, I think it's ninety-two. <laughs> if it ain't a hundred, I, I <laughs> sorry everyone. I'm sorry for bringing it up. Yeah, ninety-two, impressive. Ninety-two, all seven continents. All seven continents. That means yeah. Antarctica. Yep, I've been to Antarctica. What's the big city down there? There is no city. Oh. <laughs> Antarctica, there's no, McDonald's, there's no McDonald's, there's no hotels. It's oh. a bunch of uh, scientific base camps. Did you actually but, stay on the on the? No, we're on a cruise on a uh, expedition ship, double hulled oh. expedition ship, 120 people uh, plus crew. You oh. just cruise around uh, for seven days. It takes you go from the tip of South Af uh, South America. It takes two days to get across the Drake Passage with a hundred foot swells, thirty. 35 meters swells uh, up and down. And, you know, you're just, uh, it, it's, there's barf bags every two, like those airplane barf bags, but every three feet on the hallway, in the hallway um, for that, it's it's pretty brutal. Um, but uh, once you get over, the, it depends on when you, when you hit it. Sometimes you don't have any way. It's just like glass, but we hit it when it was about 30, uh, 30 foot, 40 foot swells instead of 100 yeah. foot. 
But yeah, it's but once you get in there, it's just the most beautiful place on earth. It's just so pristine. Just seals, uh, seals and penguins and everything. Um, you know, whales, everything, everywhere. It's really amazing. See, he paints this beautiful picture, and all I can think is I would be painting the walls during the. Uh, <laughs> it's worth. It's worth it. I mean, I, I did. I felt bad for the maid in my room, yeah. um, but everything, <laughs> everything is, uh, everything is. It's worth every penny. Yeah, um, and, and worth every, all the trouble. Mm -hmm. It's just to sit down and uh, get on a little zinc, uh, zodiac boat, and go to shore, and sit on a glacier with uh, about a. Uh, it's 200,000 penguins all coming up and just as curious about you as you are about them. Amazing. It's amazing. Sounds like Sandra knows all about it. Well done, Sandra, for being in the loop. And uh, we've got another tech sound check. So we'll get running. Thanks, everybody, for checking in. And please, uh, you know, you can hit those likes and the little hearts. And, and you know, we're, we get little shots of dopamine. We actually have them wired into our chairs. And so uh, – and then we get electric shocks anytime somebody tunes out. So please – Stick with us. Uh, it's uh, the stakes are high, everyone. Um, okay, so uh, one of the things we want to talk about today is just kind of give you guys a, a, an overview of the product savant's progress. So, there, uh, if you're a VIP customer, by the way, go ahead and post uh, what category you have, just so we we can concentrate on some of those categories. That will help us stay focused on on what's most important to you. Uh, but we, it's really an interesting time because COVID has has influenced a lot of things, right? We we all know how Amazon switched to essential goods and you can't ship stuff in, and China shut down for a certain period of time, and that there's just a whole, just a series of things that we don't always think of as COVID related. But one of them is that some of the searches on Amazon are kind of, uh, well, let's say uniquely different. Uh, Kevin, why don't you get into that a little bit? Yeah, some of for the data, as most of you know, if you've done any product research or been doing any kind of stuff since uh, March, really, it's been skewed, uh, either because people were not in stock. So you could be misled that something is not in demand when it really was because just people couldn't sell it. And the inverse was true. There's a lot of people buying certain things, uh, in especially in March and April, that uh, were heavily inflated and, and, and their demand. So in doing some of the the testing that we do uh, on the data and everything, it got got pretty messed up uh, for a while, and so um, you don't want to you don't want to build something just on a uh, uh, you know incorrect data that's uh, that's skewed for a few months. So you can always go back and look at prior to that, uh, but we like to look at the big picture and what's happening now because a lot of times, even when uh, we find a product, we give it to the we find the factory, everything gets vetted. Uh, we're ready to go and pull the trigger on it. We do another check. You know, that, that whole process, Steve might talk about that, it takes a few months uh, from the time that I find something until we're, uh, it, it passes all the checks. And then Steve and I do another check on it before we, we put it out. And sometimes things change again. And we don't want to go through that process uh, where we think we found something really good in like April. And then you know, come June or July when we're going through the uh, the double checks, like ah, you know, that was that was good in April, but now we just wasted a bunch of time and everybody's energy, and we got to kill this product. Uh, we kill probably I don't know what the number exact number is, but over half I think. Yeah, um, the majority um, for sure. It's, yeah, it's probably yeah. Upwards. Yeah, I actually haven't done it all the way down the funnel, but it's got to be seventy five percent or higher. Uh, honestly, it's very hard. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, we find good stuff. And, and you know, there's there's sometimes when I find stuff where I think that uh, I could make this work, you know, maybe it comes up as a, say, a one star or something on a x-ray on a, on Helium 10. And I, I take a look at it and I, you know, I, I might actually do this product, uh, but it's complicated. Uh, and it's my little touch. So those types of products, we don't want to put out there. Uh, for you guys, because you're going to have your own way, and you may not see it the same way. So I got to, I have to find stuff that's a little bit more uh, uh, straight up, um, you know, where you can put a twist on it, and you should put a twist on it, but it's not as of a, a complicated something that's unique to my skill set. Um, you know, it's more for for everybody, and so that eliminates some some good opportunities too. But we have, I don't know how many in the queue right now. 40 something uh, in there that's, 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 that's uh, and then we're adding every day. Uh, so uh, that it's, um, it's a challenge, but we have a lot of really cool stuff and uh, um, uh, we're, we're excited to get some of this stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, I talked about this the other day, you know, 
when I say it's a 24-7 kind of deal, it really uh, physically is. Well, obviously, Kevin and I can't do it 24-7, and we even have other things. But between our kind of oversight inputs and, and reviews and so forth, and then the team, the sourcing team, they're working at our nighttime, it really is a constant thing. And, you know, many times it's a seven-day-a-week thing too. So uh, it's it, a substantial amount of work. And I, for those who are interested, I'm going to actually take us in here in a – a few minutes and we'll dive into kind of what does the sourcing project look like and, and give a, uh, a sense of how long it takes and, and the steps that we go through. And then also what we do, or at least what I think of as a product launch process and product launching, you know, once you have that idea and that concept and you're ready to go, you, you've got to then take the next series of steps, right? We, we kind of gave you the easy button and found you the unicorn and ready to, it's PO ready as we like to say. So you get a sample from the suppliers uh, or supplier and you decide and, and finalize and tweak and then you just issue a PO. You don't have to do any other uh, pain. And from that point, then you kind of you need to start thinking about, you know, photos and graphics and, uh, you know, copywriting and freight forwarding and all those other things that go along with it. And if you don't have kind of all those launch resources available, then Melissa, she's got a, a big list of folks who can help you. And, you know, she's uh, she is with the Empower uh, E-commerce co-op, a nonprofit co-op, by the way. So uh, she's just there to you know try to help you guys and VIP customers get kind of a extra special access. Do you want to give a, just a quick view of that, Melissa? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's really exciting, I think, is when people are are getting started with products events, then they're like gung ho and they get their product information, and it's sort of they're at the starting place. And so whether you have launched a product previously or not, you might still need some additional service providers to make sure that you're launching properly and to make sure that you have your freight well taken care of and that you have trusted partners. And that's sort of what Empower is here to help you out with. And so because you guys are uh, buying the VIP um, products Avance, then you get a coupon code to get the um, starter membership for Empower, which gives you access to us at Empower you to be sort of your admin team, answer any questions that you have, as well as gives you access to all of our partners and the discounts and cash back that we've negotiated on behalf of all of our members. Yep, there you go. So Melissa, um, Melissa at Empowery.com. If you guys are VIP customers already, you can find out your access uh, and get help. Again, freight forwarding, uh, you need to find somebody to help you with copywriting or pay-per-click or this or that, that, you know, we all have gaps in our supply chain. We all have gaps in kind of our process. And, you know, our, our Kevin and I's um, deal with you is that we take you through the ideation and the product to be PO ready sourced. And then you're on your own. You have to take the ball and run it into the end zone. And we're cheering for you, right? Because part of the products or part of the product savant's business model is we don't really make money unless you guys sell a ton of that product in the future. So we want you to be successful. And this is one of our ways we help you. Any comments on that, Kevin? Uh, nope. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty easy. All right, everybody. So let's, uh, thanks, Melissa. We'll, uh, I'll put you in the background for a little bit and we'll see if we need to pop you up here uh, in the future. But uh, let me just, uh, I got to focus in on Kevin because he's really, <laughs> he's really thoughtful today about all the, the various challenges we have. He just talked about the fact that, you know, when we're scanning and searching for products and we see a surge on a product, well, if that product is, you know, toilet paper during the COVID, that's not great for us to send to you guys as an idea. Uh, wouldn't you say, Kevin, that would be a good example? Yeah, of that, that would, yeah that would not be a good, a good one to send. But, I mean, there are a lot of similar, and there are some new things that are emerging. You know, there's some stuff that uh, as a result of COVID that's not toilet paper, not PPE, that... Uh, as people's habits have changed and I'm, I'm seeing some of that in some of the products coming up. Uh, someone said here in tools and home improvement. Um, I don't know, Sandra, uh, if, if you're the v in VIP or not, uh, but you're going to have a, uh, there's, there's something coming up. That's pretty cool that uh, as a result of COVID has now become something that's super, that's stable and going to be a new trend. Um, we have something in outdoors, uh, you know, that's not a sporting goods product uh, that that's really uh along those same lines that's just blown up and even uh, suppliers on one of them you know the team just came back and like look we you know the suppliers are hard to find uh, in this one but we think we we dug one up here that's uh, really good and so that's a that's <clears throat> that's not on alibaba you know for example 
and that that's going to give whoever has that product a major competitive advantage. And you know, this this is one that's uh you know one of the keywords is two of the keywords are like in the top 10, 10,000 uh, SFR right now and crushing it with no competition. And so that's, that's something that's, uh, that's as a result of COVID actually now people are buying and continue to buy. It wasn't just a, uh, you know, two month thing. And so we're seeing a trend. And even if the world goes back to the way it was, that product I think is, it's got some good legs right now and, and it's going to continue on and do well. Yeah. Well, and before I jump into this screen here, I'm going to stop that for just a second. Oh, I could have just taken off. I don't know how to use the studio. Um, I, I want to just reiterate a couple of things. You know, our objective is to find long-term sustainable products. And Kevin just pointed out there's some that are kind of, you know, flash in the pan and then others that are emerging as stable long-term opportunities. And that's that's kind of the point of finding the unicorn. And I do want to point out that Aaron says, cute dog, although this is not my dog. It's just clip art. There he is over there. Uh, and JB says, for a second, I was thinking there was something very wrong with that dog. So it's very subjective, <laughs> you can tell. Uh, JB's in beauty, by the way. Sandra has talked about tools and home improvement. Uh, Peter's talking about toys. Um, I think we have things brewing in most of those. Yeah, uh, we have something brewing in, in every category, including uh, toys right now. Um, yeah. yeah, there's there's some... Uh, there's something pretty cool in uh, toys. We're just hoping it, crossing fingers that it, it gets bad. You know, we, we've released eight, uh, eight or 10 or something like that. Some, several people, I think it's, was it eight or 10 uh, are out there. A lot of people are in the process of, uh, of launching, launching right now. Uh, we had several people that launched, uh, or a couple of people, you know, in our beta program that have launched and both of them are up and, and selling and doing, uh, uh, doing well. Uh, one of them was, uh, you just said he just reordered a, like three times, four times from the factory already in his first, uh, uh, what, three or four months or something like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have a bunch from uh, the summer that are just now in the uh, stages of, uh, of launching. Uh, so, and we have a whole bunch more in the queue. And I'm, uh, we're both excited to, uh, to reveal some of these uh, to you guys that are on the, uh, the VIP list. Yeah, and I want to reiterate one point here. Uh, so my buddy, JB, uh, right there, he was concerned about the dog, and he's got the beauty category. But he, he's like, uh, "Hey, I was just checking in. This is like last week." He's like, "Hey, just checking in, seeing where we're at." And uh, I'm like, ah, "We're working hard, right? It's hard for me to be definitive because I can't even keep track of them all in my head." We have a, actually quite a, a nice uh, project grid that helps us track, and the whole team's plugged in, and and there's just a lot of things happening. But I wanted to remind JB and everybody else that for first rights holders, we guarantee not only will we show you at least one opportunity, uh, if we don't show you one opportunity, you get a 25% bonus. Uh, so you get your money back plus 25%. So you paid a thousand bucks for the first right. If we don't perform, you get 250 bucks extra back. So that's a pretty good investment. Uh, a lot less uh, risky than the stock market. Now, I'll just tell you, we plan on delivering products. <laughs> Kevin and I are not in the business of sending out 25% checks. So that's kind of our reassurance to you that we're, um, you know, we're very serious about this. And so if you haven't seen an item yet, don't be concerned. A, we got your back. We're never going to uh, rip you off. All that money actually is held kind of in uh, a separate trust balance sheet account. So we that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that, that money is just on reserve. And actually, we consider it a liability until we deliver the goods. And that goods is the idea. So um, so I want to reiterate that. And just for those uh, tuning in who have second rights of refusal, um, if we don't get you an item, you get your money back straight up. Uh, no no uh, interest on that because we just don't know if, if the ideas will trickle down to the second rights holder or not. Although I can tell you in at least three or four categories, a second rights holder not only has gotten the look, but they bought the opportunity um, after it. Uh, the first rights holder either bought other stuff or passed on that idea. So it, I have to say, it's working, Kevin. I mean, th this whole idea is working. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, okay, so let me. Um, all right, let's let do. You, do you think now's a good time to take them in? Well, let's let's review the kind of the overall um, process. And uh, again, this is just to reiterate. You know. Kevin's handling the very complex product discovery. He doesn't just use Helium 10, but that's a great resource. Um, yeah, I use a number of tools. I mean, I use Amazon itself. I use you know, some of their 
they're reporting stuff. I use Helium 10. I use uh, <clears throat> some some other private tools that aren't on the market, uh, and some other tools you know that you guys may may know. But um, I use a combination, and all that uh, gets sh shared with you uh, in in the uh, and the reports on each product. Uh, once you buy one, you get all that. So I can tell you exactly which keywords are being bought uh, and what the volume is on those keywords. Not just what the search volume is, but but a breakdown of like, look, these these are the five keywords generating the sales. I don't care about these other ten that have a lot of search volume. They're not what you should focus on because there's a lot of people searching, but not a lot of people buying. These are the ones that they're buying on, and this is roughly how many per week and how many per month. Um, are actually being bought on, on that keyword. And so that's some of the type of data that uh, we analyze uh, and that, that you'll get um, once you take advantage of one of the opportunities we present you. Yeah, this is uh, such an important point, actually. Um, you know, Kevin and I believe strongly that Amazon is a search engine, right? That, that's fundamentally what it is. Yes, it produces sales, but people search on Amazon. So we don't just show up with a great product that's kind of uniquely qualified in terms of volume, right? That, people can find those. We don't just show up with the product sourcing. You know, people can get that done. We figure out kind of the, those that overlap of what makes this product successful or what can make it successful if you execute well. And so to get a report that shows you the keywords, to show you kind of some of that insider data and some of the ways we look at stuff, that is really exciting. And I know, listen, I know there's some of you guys with the first right and second right going, hey, we already bought the rights. Just give us the stuff. <laughs> and I'm with you and we're going to do that. Uh, but I'm, I want to take you through some of our process and just illustrate. So we have a bunch of stuff pending right now to be shared. There are how, how many categories roughly? Uh, I think it's 14, 14, I think. Yeah, yeah, we have 14. So 14 categories. And the idea is, you know, that we look, we, we don't actually look by category specifically, although there's probably some bias to that. We look for the best opportunities we can. And then once we get several operating in one category, let's say automotive and power sports, once we get a few ideas working in there, um, that are viable, by the way, right? There's there's probably many more that were considered, but but whacked. Then that's going to get our rights holders uh, access, but it just takes time. So we're gonna we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, any other notes about that, Kevin? No, that's that's yeah. Why don't we show them uh, kind of the process a little bit there, like you're gonna? Yeah, let me take you guys in. So first of all, I'm gonna give you the the broad strokes. Uh, oh, but there it is. I think so, go ahead. I see a, a Jizz120256 saying, is this a program that's open now? It, it's not open right now. I mean, you can go to productsavance.com and you can check it check it all out. But all the all the rights are taken right now. All the first and the second rights are completely sold out. Uh, but those, uh, you know, come, uh, I think, November, sometime in November, December timeframe, um, those they're, they're good for six months. So those will be expiring. Um, and then some of the people that have them now, they may choose to uh, to renew uh, or they, they may become available. So that's the place to go is uh, to product savants and you can you can see um, it, it, see what's happening there. But uh, yeah, right now everything is completely sold out. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go with Giz on that because I see Gizmo from the uh, uh, Timeless Classic from the 80s. You see that little uh, icon there? Oh yeah, I can see. Okay, yeah. What is a Mogwai right there? He's a Mogwai. Yeah, yeah okay, uh, yeah. Just don't feed him after midnight, everybody. So, <laughs> uh, all right, so I put in the the link to the uh, Products Advance VIP. If you're not already a VIP customer, you can go look there. We don't have anything to sell you. All the the future rights are are sold uh, through for a six month duration. I think the next batch will come due, as Kevin said, in roughly November. Uh, but existing rights holders will get the first right to renew uh, at additional cost. So let's. Let me just flash up this uh, overview one more time. Okay, it's right there. Um, so all of these steps, right? I'm not going to go through them right now because it's not a, a presentation, but there's a bunch of steps that have to take place. So what do, what do we do in real practice? Uh, I'm going to just uh, log you in. i got to share a different screen. And uh, this is like trying to fly the space shuttle, everybody. Both a uh, timely reference uh, to Mogwais and space shuttles. So I'm, I am actually going to use the Simo Global system because we can't show any secrets in the, in the product savant system. I was going to actually try to take you through, and I realized every, 
every screen has secret data on it. So I can't show you anything in kind of the, the live stuff that we're doing, but I'm going to give you a demo here. So um, we're going to go into projects. And these are a bunch of projects that I have for a, a different company. So, uh, but let's just do a product savants uh, idea slash start. So, and we, we just grab a template and it's product opportunity start. And what we, we pop that in, I get a lot of points because I those are activity points. We keep score on uh, all of our people. And we see that that, that idea has 17 tasks. Now, if, if it's a project, then we put in additional details. We start talking about, you know, target costs and ASINs and, and all this tracking. But the tasks are what I want you guys to focus on. Now, can you guys see that okay? Do I need to make it a little bigger? Let me see I can, I'm able to see it on my screen. My screen's big, though. Yeah, I'll just make it a little bigger just for fun. Um, so, uh, you know, the first thing starts out with the product research and ideation stage, right? And this is where Kevin looks for that winning product. And this actually can take quite a bit of time and often results in not a lot of happening, right? There, there's just nothing happening. Uh, or the ideas just didn't pan out. And then we move, once he says, yeah, here's an idea that's useful, then we move into the product. And we actually have a way of a special naming convention to keep track of these things. Um, and all of this is important because you should have a, a naming convention for the way you do things too. Uh, the product development skews, future item skews, etc. There should be a flow. There should be a rhyme. There should be a rhythm. And then we move into the enter project starting data, right? And this is where we put in the ASINs and we put in the, the pricing targets. And so that we know kind of the center of the target that the sourcing team's got to hit. Uh, from there, we get into Kevin basically says, hey, uh, team leader, uh, William, figure out what to do with this. And then the team leader, William, decides he reviews it and he's got to figure out who's going to assign it. Is he taking it himself? Is he assigning it to somebody? Is there a geographic region that makes sense uh, for this project? Uh, once he assigns it, then the person it's assigned to has got to figure out what's up. So they go in, they look at the target ASINs, they figure out what the project is, and they start creating an initial spec list, right? The product images. Sorry, it keeps flashing away here after a minute. Uh, we, we grab some images, we grab some specs, we grab some kind of the, the gener generic view of that product, and then we move into the initial sourcing, which is where it just kind of takes time. We have to develop that list of uh, that, that universe of perspective factories. Once we get that kind of a um, the universe, we don't add every supplier. So in some cases, we're looking at you know, 10, 20, up to 50. I've even seen 60 suppliers on an item. So we don't want all of those guys in our database. But anybody who looks viable, we'll actually add them to our database. And so inside of our database, we'll add a supplier and add that information just so we can kind of keep a record on what's happening with that supplier. And we can even make requests for quotes, right, an RFQ. Uh, oops, I clicked on the task. Uh, and then we, we kind of go into the sourcing, the sourcer thing, creates the, the suppliers to make sure that they've got to do some internal work to make sure that the supplier data is in there. Otherwise, it's it's really hard to get you that information. Again, the team reviews it. Then Kevin and I review it. Then the you know we go back and forth with the team. Then we make a go, no go decision, right? And this is quite consistent with that flow chart you saw earlier. But here it is in real life, right? This is how it works in real life. And then onwards, it, you know, if it's a no-go, the project ends right there. It's just done. But if it's a go, then we generate that specialized report that makes its way over to you eventually. Uh, we then build a product summary page because we can't give you the, the Kentucky Fried Chicken recipe until we, you know, uh, have a payment basically. So we create that summary page. It gives you enough data to figure out if this opportunity is something you want. And then we notify that first rights holder. You got seven days. And we, again, we get a go, no go from the first rights holder. If that doesn't go, then it goes to the second rights holder. And then it will go to the general public. So that's that's kind of the process. And I'll just give you uh, just a project complete list. Um, and I'll just show you this. Uh, so we can see that, you know, on the first day, so Kevin, uh, we don't track how long it takes Kevin to do stuff, right? He, he's just kind of entering the stuff. So all of this stuff can happen on the first day. 
And then, you know, on day two, day 10, how long does it take the duration? But all of this, you can see, you know, we're, if it ever gets to the um, general public, we're 60 days later, roughly. So it's a very, very complex uh, procedure and process. And that's just to get from the idea to the, the PO ready piece of the puzzle. Kevin, comments? No, that's, that looks uh, about right. And Oh, good. <laughs> well, <that laughs> looks about agree. right. Well, I'm glad, uh, glad you agree. So, <laughs> by the way, if you want to do a product launch, and this is uh, this is one of those things where, let's see if we can get, I don't know if Melissa can be added. To, oh, look at that. We're, this is where and Melissa and Empower can help you. You know, you create your item SKU. Uh, you select an, a UPC code. You add the item to the master SKU list. You should have a master SKU list. We keep one in Dropbox or uh, maybe Google Drive or whatever. So everybody's got, got a master SKU, and you can see how the assignments. They're also in the database, but um, we, we kind of have two ways of uh, redundancy. And then you make item specs. You get content. Uh, you decide, what does this mean, if we're going to pre-sell it or not, I think? Yeah, we're going to decide if you're going to pre-sell the item. You get photos, and you add items to appropriate sales channels. You receive inventory, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Right, each step has has processes and tasks that you have to go through, and when you manage these things as tasks or as projects with a subset of tasks, then you find life gets easier. You can see, you know, all these projects, uh, all the people assigned to them. You know, there's lots of them in here. Uh, I'm just gonna see if we take any any sense of them. Some of them have extraordinary details. As a matter of fact, I don't want to go too far because some of this might overlap in the secret data. So the, the point is, within these tasks, there's a lot of communication. There's a lot of back and forth. And all of that stays in at the project level. We can upload attachments. We can do all that kind of stuff. And so it's really an important thing. A anything to kind of uh, add on or take away from that, Kevin? No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very systematic uh, process. And uh, there's a lot of people, as you can see, involved and a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the benefit that you guys are getting. You get a whole team running around uh, scouring the globe trying to find the best uh, way to get, you know, solve for X. And that's why Unicorn is kind of the, the thing I fall back to. And sometimes um, back on that project, you know, sometimes we find a good product, too. But then or the sourcing team will come back and say, hey, this product requires Bluetooth certification. The factories we found don't have it. What do we do? or this one requires an EPA authorization or something. So we, we try to vet all that stuff and then we make a decision. Now, you know, EPA for this is gonna cost $200,000. We don't wanna put that out as a product savant's uh, item. Uh, and the factory doesn't have it. And the factory will tell you, oh, well, you know, there's a sneaky way you can do this. You know, we can do this and this. I'm like, nope, we're not doing, we're not doing any sneaky ways. Um, or if it's like a Bluetooth, you know, and this product looks good, Steve and I are like, well, this, this product looks like, you know, you can make six figures profit a year on this thing. Um, it's worth whoever takes this. We'll tell you up front, you're going to have to get a Bluetooth certification. It might cost you five grand or so, uh, but it's worth it. And that's a decision that you, you'll, you'll see before you pull the trigger on the product, you know, that'll be in the, uh, the summary page, uh, that that's required. And you can make a decision whether that's something you want to do or not. That's the most important part of that, right? So in in those cases where it still rises to the level of, hey, yeah, it still looks pretty good economically, even if you're paying this fee, uh, but you, that'll be disclosed up front. So you're, you're, you're rarely going to be surprised. And even when, you know, uh, if there is some sort of surprise, we, we don't forget about you. We still are there for you. Uh, and some of the folks who have bought products that have had questions or had um, you know, just kind of the, the oddball, hey, uh, this supplier said this, but I thought it meant that. Sometimes we have to jump in and go, well, here's actually what it is. And uh, it, it yeah. makes, go ahead. Yeah, and the other thing too on suppliers is, you know, we've 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 vetted these suppliers, but sometimes, you know, suppliers put on a, on a good front. And then when it comes down to doing business, that supplier might just, you know, someone gets fired or whoever we were dealing with is no longer there and the next person is not as good or whatever. And so if you ever have any problems with that, then you just, all you have to do is reach out to us and we go back and we find you somebody else, um, uh, you know, for that, for that product. Uh, so you're, you're never left just flapping in the wind. Yeah. Well, I think what Kevin's saying is some vendors have gremlins in their system. That's a callback, everybody. In the comedy business, that's pure gold. Uh, let me just tell you. So, the, the, 
this is the this is the point is you know not only are we there uh, to help you on the product savants bit but uh melissa and empower can help you on the the freight forwarding you know i have to say it's very complex right now getting suppliers even to talk to sophisticated big buyers is not easy because everybody's shipping q4 stuff as fast as they can you know we have uh, a lot of things happening over there in asia not just china but vietnam malaysia and, and thailand and so on and it's it's just it's a hectic pace this time of year so it's really an important thing so uh let's see here i want to just uh, okay, Melissa, I won't bother any more of your time. Any other uh, wise words for us? You're, you're on mute, by the way, so that could help. Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, you know, especially for, you know, freight and things like that that can seem a little bit overwhelming. And, you know, sometimes you're not even sure if you're like talking to the right person or the person who knows the most at the company. So I, I think the main thing that people should understand that they're getting as a benefit with Empowery through Product Savants is, um, you're always going to be connected with the right person. Our network is strong and it's with the top level people at each of the companies that we work with. And so if you have a question, we probably have someone who provides a service that resolves that pain point. And whether or not you engage with those services, you can find someone who can answer your question. And sometimes that's enough. Like that's that's all you really need sometimes is just yeah. have someone it's, answer the phone. What do I say? It's not what you know, it's who you know. And now you know Melissa, so go talk to her. And the fact <laughs> She doesn't really charge anything. Again, product sponsor VIPs get an inside access to this stuff. Uh, and I can tell you firsthand, so we have a new company. It doesn't have contracts with the big container lines. And we actually called upon a uh, an Empowery freight forwarder. And they were actually, they had the, the lowest price. Plus, we didn't even factor in the little um, uh, cashback that we can uh, earn as a, as a member. But uh, as a shareholder, I should say. But more importantly, they they were able to beat the other guys by like six days on the transit time. So not only did we get a good price, but they were able to speed up transit time. And uh, and so far, they're executing with excellence. So that's a good example. Three PLs is a big deal. There's a whole bunch of things that to me are important. So um, Melissa, thanks. Uh, we wave to everybody. Let's watch all the viewers thanks just everybody. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the one who gets everybody here. Thanks, Melissa. See you later. Um, okay, so Kevin, uh, let's open it up for questions, yeah? Sure. All right, so first of all, Peter says he's going to check back. Uh, guys, if you're out there, gals too, uh, put your questions in now, particularly if you're a VIP, just say the category you have and then your question, and we'll be sure to uh, uh, prioritize. Uh, Akasim says, uh, hello, guys. Hello back. And uh, okay, so before – now, again – we're kind of we're trying to do this on a semi-regular basis. We just covered a whole bunch of things that might be uh, kind of like a live FAQ section, right? If you're wondering, like, hey, what's happening? Why is this happening? Or what process do you guys go through? We just answered a bunch of that, so we may have subverted a bunch of questions. But if you have them, now's the time to to ask them. And you know, Kevin and I, <laughs> how would you describe your schedule day to day, Kevin? Uh, it's pretty crazy. I I work uh, work to about. 3, 4 a.m. every every night. I have conference calls at 2 a.m. Uh, Central Time a lot of times. I have one last night. I have another one tonight with uh, people in Hong Kong or people in Europe. Um, so, yeah, it's my schedule is seven days a week. Uh, money never sleeps. Yeah. my I, I describe mine as robust. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, basically similar to Kevin. So the point is we set this time aside just for you guys, and uh, that's a, a pretty important thing. So, uh, we've got Nick Fury. Now, I think that's some sort of Marvel guy, yeah? I think so. Yeah, okay. And uh, Nick's also pointing out that, yes, there is a unicorn. Let's see. Oh, it's this way. Ah, be careful. <laughs> uh, thanks for the heads up there. Uh, Sandra asked a question. Uh, tools and home improvement, when can we expect to, to get a package? That's a fair I, question. I would, I would expect on tools and home improvement, we're probably about uh, three weeks away. On, on, on that one um, yeah. but stuff that's getting going through the final vetting right now, but you're probably about three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, definitely. Uh, I see it in the system. I can't share that stuff with you cause that's the super secret stuff, everybody. Um, but uh, yeah, there's stuff happening in that category right now. And there's a, uh, Hey, there's Diego. Hey Diego. How are you buddy? Uh, I think you, well, last I checked, you were in Switzerland, but who knows what's happening with, with COVID. Either you're locked down or locked out. I don't know which it is. Um, but uh, uh, I think, Diego, 
you're already a customer, and uh, so if you have questions, don't hesitate. I think you already have an item, an opportunity you captured as well. And uh, let's see. Oh, Nick Fury is Vernon. All right. Hi, Vernon. Uh, I don't, I'm sure you remember Vernon. Uh, he was at uh, the uh, Billion Dollar Seller Summit uh, about a year ago. Yeah, was it about yeah. a year ago, Kevin? Uh, well, yeah, one in November last year and one November in May last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. And I also saw Vernon in New York a, a, a couple months later. So hi to you, Vernon. And uh, you go, Kevin. Yeah, so uh, she's got the muscle. Yeah, yeah all means, right. Uh, I, that's her coded way of saying, hurry it up. Mr. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see uh, that, that little emoji. Yeah, I can, can see that fist. It's like, emoji. I'm going to punch yeah. you if you don't get this to yeah. me. That's, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. So Sandra's bringing the heat, everybody. <laughs> Uh, JB says, okay, uh, I got beauty, but my question is more general. If we move forward with an opportunity and are pleased with the supplier, uh, if we add additional but different SKUs from the same supplier, is that part of the royalty calc? Excellent question, JB. And you'll be happy to hear that, yes, in fact, it is part of the calculation. So uh, our, our vision is that we, we find that unicorn, we find you that um, you know, nucleus of an idea, and then our hope is that you build around that thing. And the, the folks who have already kind of been in the system, not only have they found this to be um, something they wanted to do, they found it to be advantageous. Uh, they've bought additional uh, items from us because when, when you're able to kind of do it as a system and as a process, uh, it, it actually makes sense. So I know people might get twisted in their head. Well, gosh, you know, royalty, that seems like some money. Uh, your, your profitability on these items should make the royalty a pleasure for you to write out. And certainly a pleasure for us to receive. That much I can say for sure. Okay, who doesn't turn off their phone during a thing? <laughs> I'm sorry, my computer decided to uh, broadcast that, that call. Sorry, everybody. Uh, so uh, hopefully that answers your question, JB. Yes, we look forward to getting a piece of every possible thing ever, forever. Uh, Kevin, any additions to that? No. That's... In fact, JB, if you wouldn't mind sending us a royalty on your existing items, we'll take that too. <laughs> uh, but really, we intend to earn it with the opportunity. And, you know, we think that guys are going to build um, a, a nucleus again and bolt on around it and uh, making that happen. So yeah, one, of our first, one of our first guys actually has done that with the factory. We introduced him to the product and he's added with that factory two or three more uh, SKUs that are kind of built around that and they're, and they're all doing well. And he's he's thrilled to death and and uh, I think he actually likes cutting those checks. Yeah, in fact, that's uh, he said as much. And again, the principle is if the uh, if the original idea is something that you wouldn't have gotten to on your own, and so many of our ideas are just like that. And I think you have to be objective in your. It's not a question of would you ever have seen this ever in your life. It's a question of would you have launched this without kind of our vote of confidence and our data and our research and so forth. Uh, and in this case, uh, and Chris is the guy we're talking about, he said very unequivocally, I would have never thought of launching this, let alone the accessories around it. That's why it fits together as a program. So it's a very good thing. Uh, Sandra gave, uh, I think she was pleased with your answer. So good, good job on that, Kevin. And I think that's the hands. She's like, I'm going to put hands on you if you don't deliver. <laughs> so, <laughs> maintaining that same <laughs> boy, boy, standard stuff, you know, and they must really be serious. Standard putting the pressure, she's putting the pressure on. Yeah, serious. Uh, all right, so Diego's in Switzerland. He says my item shipping in China, uh, but it took more than inspect uh, expected, uh, meaning more time. I presume we'd like to know about the six month opportunity limit. So, so basically, Diego. Is, is asking a question, I'm going to fly up to the high level to answer it. So from the time that you launch the the product, or the, excuse me, from the time that you purchase a product opportunity, you have six months to launch it. And our vision behind that is we want you to launch it, right? We're, we're actually in the business for the royalties. Uh, the, the upfront fees are, you know, if we break even, it'll be a miracle because of the amount of work. So it's the royalties that we care about. So if somebody never launches the product, then we want to go sell that idea to somebody else. So you have six months to launch it. But we're not we're not like some crazy maniacal uh, jerk landlord that is ready to rip that thing right out from under you. All you have to do is show you're making progress. All you have to do is show that you're, you're trying and we're with you 100%. So don't expect heavy enforcement on that. 
unless it's very clear that you're you or somebody else is abandoning the item. So don't worry about the six months. We're not hard guys to deal with. Uh, Kevin, Kevin's the enforcer. What do you think about that, Kevin? Yeah, we'll, we'll give you, <clears throat> we even give you a little cushion there on, uh, on when you're doing a product launch and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, we're not, uh, uh, we just want to see that you're not, like Steve said, that you're not just wasting the opportunity. Uh, we don't, yeah, want, we don't want to go waste. Down. Yeah, he had delays. Listen, we all have delays. Our number one point, I think Kevin drove this point home well, just take action, do something. And you, you can't just ignore it or abandon it because then you're you're kind of leaving us high and dry. So, uh, okay. So anyway, so delays happen, by the way. And by the way, we had folks, uh, you know, right at the beginning of COVID and we're like, oh, we are not going to beat down these people, right? That well, They can't ship product. They can't get product. China's closed. We're very reasonable people over here. But we're not um, – naive people right you have to do what you are required to do at some point and, and and just show that you're burning the calories that's the point sandra says uh second uh second rights and baby do we have an eta on this oh you're really pinning us down yeah, that, that, that one's hard, hard because home. second rights are harder because in some categories the first right person uh is just really aggressive they take everything that's given to them and nothing actually passes down to the second rights that's why we we tell you we'll give you a full refund. You know, if nothing comes to you in, in six months. Uh, in other categories, the, the the people are are picky. In the baby category, you have someone that's a little uh, the the person ahead of you is a little aggressive. So it's hard for me to say uh, whether uh, what what yeah. We, it's, so, it's, 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 you could have someone that's really aggressive, and so it's hard for me to say. Uh, if or when on that one. The other one I can tell you, the first rights one that you asked earlier, I can give you a pretty absolute, but on second rights, it's hard to say. Yeah. And it's possible sometimes some of you that have second rights will never see anything. In that case, you'll get, uh, it's just because the first rights person's taking it all. Uh, in that case, you'll get your money back. Yeah. And that's, so the great news, Sandra, uh, Sandra, I'll say Sandra, the great news is you got your position secure. If, if the first rights person doesn't grab it, you got you own the exclusive right to look at it. And your worst possible case is you see nothing, you get your money back. So you risk nothing to have that great opportunity. Um, there are things in the baby category coming down the pike. Um, assume that over the course of the next several weeks that those will be presented to the, the first rights holder. If you don't see anything, that probably means they grabbed them up. If you do see something, that means they grabbed one or more of the, pre, you know, the items that, that trickled through. And uh, and still something got through to you. So and just to be clear too, if as a second rights holder, when if the first rights pass, that doesn't mean it's a bad product. It may just mean they're just it's it's uh, doesn't fit with what they're trying to do right now. Maybe it's a little bit more. They they want products in a certain price range, and this one wasn't. Or they want um, you know they, they got their hands full, and they're like, you know what, I'm busy right now. Go ahead and give it to the next one. Um, and, you know this last one you gave me is kicking ass, and I, I got all I can handle right now. Or whoever knows. So. Just because it goes to second, I just want to be clear. It doesn't mean that's, uh, you know, it's not like a, a second-rate opportunity. It's still a good opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's a very important point. Uh, and before I jump into JB's, uh, basically JB understood our answer, and he's uh, he's thrilled about the whole thing. So uh, thanks, JB. Appreciate the business. And, you know, I, I just want to drive this additional point home regarding the, the second rights, you know. The first rights holders, sometimes they, they have already launched a bunch of things. That there's just a series of reasons why somebody's not ready to capture a particular opportunity right then. Maybe the capital investment's too high or too low, right? The, the upside the, it just doesn't meet their, their goals. So uh, it's a very important point that we have seen second rights holders grab some items already. So uh, it's, not, it's not impossible. Uh, okay, Kevin, uh, let's see. Uh, OS Group Limited. Ooh, sounds very official. Uh, sorry if I missed a point. Do you have statistic about your first product success? Uh, so let, I'll start with this. Um, we don't have enough products delivered to have a statistically relevant data set. <laughs> so what we have are anecdotes, not statistics. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, the, the first, the people who've had it the longest have been repeat buyers of the product now multiple times. Um, and I think, Chris talked about, he was our very first guy who's been in it over a year. He expects to do well above the amount we projected in the item. Do you remember any of the, the highlights there, Kevin? I don't remember the exact, yeah, but I think uh, we said it's a $150,000 a year product or something like that, and he's already exceeded that. 
um, yeah. after like two or three months. So yeah, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't remember the specifics of what he thinks he's going to do, but he's stoked. Yeah, I don't recall, but I basically he says he could do seven figures in a year on a product we did not. You know, we were very much more conservative because uh, that's that's kind of our names on the line, everybody. That's Kevin King. He's over there on my screen. Not, he's not the he's not that guy. He's over there. Yeah. Oh, you is it this way? <laughs> no, it's this way. Oh, that's this way. Oh. This way. But no, it's it's we literally put our name on this stuff, right? This this is something that we're doing and. Uh, so we're not going to give you something that we would be embarrassed about or feel bad about. We want to look you in the eye. We want you to come up and hug us and tell us uh, how rich you're going to make us and how much you appreciate it uh, at future events. Uh, I assume we'll all be in like giant bubbles because we can no longer shake hands ever. Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, in any case, uh, so far so good is the, is the short answer to that uh, question. Uh, Sandra, boy. She, th this, by the way, this is how I'm reading because she's sent out the earlier threats with the fists and I'm going to put hands on you. And now it's like the maniacal. <laughs> uh. Right. And boy, she's really dialing up. We appreciate your business, Sandra, and we'll do everything we can to not get beat up by you. Uh, all right. We already talked about that one. Um, all right. The, uh, the gremlins are asking how much the royalty uh, royalty is 5% on gross sales. 5% on gross sales. And uh, Oleg uh, would like to point out that <laughs> <laughs> your snappy responses are being well received, Kevin. Any any updates to that? Uh, I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, okay, so Ahmed asks, um, we're terribly busy. Kevin, can you talk about starting a business with a loan and recommending it? That is uh, unfortunately off, off topic. Uh, Kevin, you want to give that a, a 30 second review or? Uh... Yeah, I would be careful starting your business with loans. Um, it's better to start with an investment because the problem with a loan uh, is you have a lot of unknowns in this business and you could have a lot of uh, hiccups and cash flow issues. And if you have a loan that has fixed payments or a fixed maturity date, that can. Uh, uh, put you in a bind. Uh, so it's better to start off with an investment or if it is a loan, you know, from a family member or something that that's okay, but just have it open-ended. Don't, don't say, uh, I'm going to pay you back, uh, you know, in, in six months, say my goal is to pay you back in six months. And if I don't pay you back in six months or a year, whatever you just, um, you know, then I'll pay you X amount of interest. Or if I'm paying you already I agreed to pay you a 5% interest and I don't pay you back by next March, and uh, you're you're willingly to extend this another six months, and you know there's a little extra uh, Scooby snack, as Steve would say, uh, on top of that uh, for extending it. So that I would be careful um, with that. Treat it more like an investment, or if it is a loan from a family member, have it open ended. Um, don't do it from an institution if you can. There's nothing wrong with getting loans once you're up and running, and once you have known numbers and you have known cash flow. But be careful at the beginning with that. Yeah, yeah, I quite agree. Uh, even one idea that Kevin basically alluded to is you can do a loan that's convertible to equity, right? And so uh, you may say, well, listen, I'm going to take this amount of money. I still wouldn't do it in the very beginning. I, I highly recommend you hustle. You go out and get an Uber, a side gig, whatever you got to do to generate enough pile of money to launch your first product because there is no level of scrutiny that you will apply to somebody else's money that you will apply to your money. When the money comes too easy, it just, uh, people, um, especially inexperienced people, this doesn't apply to everyone, but it, it's, it's you spend it a little differently. So be very, very careful. And I would just sweat equity that first product for sure. Um, uh, by the way, Giz asks, um, is a royalty in perpetuity? Is there a buy-on option? Uh, there is no buy-on option. It is in perpetuity. Um, and if the product does stop, then then we take the product back. But this is because, you know, if you're going to sell, just imagine you're selling an NBA or a Harry Potter item and you go, hey, I don't want to pay uh, royalties five years from now. It's like, OK, cool. Uh, don't you know, you can't do that product anymore. It, it's it's a very common thing in in licensing and royalty deals. But I, I can say this. Not only do people find this worthwhile, they're actually coming to us and saying, I don't want to buy a business. I want to buy an opportunity from you guys, right? I don't want to go buy one of these businesses for three or four X 
annual earnings and have all this big, uh, whether it's a loan or, or a big cash outlay, I can just take the risk on these smaller uh, items. So there's there's really a, a, a lot of, uh, to me, a lot of opportunity. That's, that's the main reason we're doing this, everybody. Although long-term royalties would be great for Kevin and I. If we can help you guys build a business and make something substantial, oh, that makes us feel good. Believe it or not, that's why I'm in the business. I know that's a big part of why Kevin's in the business yeah. too. Kev? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like I like uh, helping other people. Everybody needs a little helping hand sometimes, and I like uh, being that guy behind the behind the scenes. Don't need the credits, but uh, like helping people out. Yeah, I will be on stage taking credit. And, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, we we really we want to see entrepreneurs succeed, and the entrepreneurs who are willing to to run the laps and get good and and deal with adversity and jump over the hurdles, the endless hurdles. And we're in the business of solving problems for goodness sake. So you have to be, your mind has to be ready for that. So we're running out of time here, Kev. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. Um, do you also provide launch strategy recommendations? Uh, Kev, you want to take this or you want me to? Uh, yeah, we typically don't. I mean, our process is find the product and, and source it for you. And then you take it from there. Like Steve said earlier, you take the ball and run with it. So that's why uh, if you're a new seller, uh, we, we typically uh, will not allow you to, to buy one of these opportunities. You need to be someone who has experience and has been doing this for a while because we want you to know what you're doing. Now, will we, if you have a question or something, sure, we'll be glad to tell you, uh, you know, Empowery has some people that can help you with uh, launch strategies. We'll, we'll help you out, uh, make introductions there, or Melissa will make introductions there for you. And if, uh, you know, you have a specific question or, uh, you know, we, we don't mind uh, answering those, but it's it's not, uh, we're not involved really. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's up to you to do that. Yeah, that's a very good answer. So from a contractual basis, we're, we're like, hey, here's the stuff, here's the goods, run with it. Uh, and so we're, we're not bound to uh, or required to do that stuff. We expect you to be good at that. In fact, we, we've tried to vet and, and thin the VIP herd so that you guys are good at that stuff. Um, so the point is, those resources can come from you know others, and Empower has got a list of you know, launch and uh, ranking and, you know, copywriting and all that other stuff that you guys can get access to. Basically, uh, your access of these vetted resources it doesn't cost you anything. If you actually use their services, you're going to have to compensate them for services. They don't work for free. Um, I like okay. JB's question down there. I'd like to answer that one. That uh, if you want. So JB saying, I encourage folks to, to, to mine the net revenue numbers. The 5% gross that uh, we take as a royalty is very different number when you're talking about 10% net margins versus 35%. It's an awesome opportunity here, but we got to do the math yourself. And this is very, very true. Uh, and so you got you have to be careful uh, because 5% can add up, you know, in some cases, depending on your margins, it could eat into your profits quite a bit. Um, but that's one of the things that Steve and I keep that's one of the reasons we eliminate some products sometimes when we want to do what we talked about earlier is we'll go through it. it I don't look, we look for products that have a, a, a bare minimum. Typically uh, it depends on the price point, but I shoot for four to five X landed cost is what you can sell it for. And then we get conservative on that. Um, you know, when we're making the presentation to you, we, we sometimes down that, but we make sure that that margin's there. That's super important. And so we, we're presenting products opportunities to you that have that margin. You know, if it's a, you know, there's one of these items that's selling for uh, $279 right now uh, that's going to get presented to somebody. Uh, and the, the landed cost on that is about 40 bucks. And the, the, sh the shipping fees on, on this product are uh, about, uh, um, I mean, Amazon's fees, you know, the FBA fees and everything are, are somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, $60, $70, something, something like that. Uh, so at the end of the day, that's about $100, $150 profit per item sold. And this item sells about 10 to 15 per day. Um, so you can do the math on that. That's a multi-six-figure multi per year potential product. And so that's the type that we look at. So you have those margins. And so when you're giving us 5% gross, it's not it's not squeezing you. And so we won't we typically won't present a product uh, that's going to squeeze you um, like that. Uh, but that's a very good point that whether it's us or anybody else or any other opportunity, you got to keep in mind. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, 
<coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Nick. Uh, <laughs> Nick said it sounds product. like his product. <laughs> he wants that product. Like product. Yeah, well, maybe uh, actually, uh, uh, Vernon, uh, we, haven't, we haven't shared that one yet, so we don't know. Uh, but there's more than one item that sells for 250 bucks on Amazon. Um, uh, Giz asked an important question. Is, the, is it assignable to a buyer of your company? And the answer is absolutely. Uh, we, we know for a fact that people are going to turn over and, and, you know, we will be a barnacle on that deal uh, forever. And uh, the, the great news is we think that the sophisticated money, and we've seen this in our, our own business who we're being approached by, the, the people who are operating large uh, businesses, Amazon businesses and, and e-commerce businesses, they like this systemic approach to product development because they're like, oh, this is very simple. We like this category. We, you know, this fixed amount, we're going to pay it in wages anyway and time anyway. So we skip all that. So they, they really like that. And I think it actually will add value to your company uh, long term because you're going to be able to see or they're going to be able to see that this was a, a very um, well vetted item. So, yes, good question. Well done, Giz. JV huh? says, go away, Nick. That product is his. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that one? JB. Yeah, yeah. That one's mine. Okay, good. See, I like that little competition. Um, you know, if we were able to and, have a And lot we have the range. I mean, some of the products, you know, they're not all $279 products on Amazon. Some are, uh, you know, I, I shoot for, I don't like to go under 20 bucks. Uh, so, I mean, I think there is one or two that's like a $14.99 one, but you could combine that up. But I, I really, it's just such a good opportunity. And there, there are the occasional people that, hey, let me just... Uh, let me taste this and just see how this works and I, without having to put in a lot of money. So that's kind of like a test that we're doing to see how that one goes over with people. But typically um, I'm not going to present, you know, these six nine nine dollar items or nine nine dollar nine 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 or fourteen nine. It's stuff that has has good margins and it has good potential uh, that you could you can play with and you have room in there. You know, as some of you know, you gotta spend heavily on on advertising to get something launched. I mean, we have something right now, we've been doing heavy ads for uh, three months and we're just now starting to turn the corner to profitability on it. Um, uh, and so we know we, we realize that and, and uh, we make sure those margins are there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Sandra, uh, the enforcer has got another question. Uh, yes. Uh, super important. Bought a similar product from a competitor. When it's time to source the product, the ROI numbers and profits were much lower. Yeah. So, this is this is the point, actually. Like we're our whole business. So just in case somebody's listening to an audio version of this at some point, you know, if you get this idea, hey, uh, I want to find the the magic popcorn popper, and that's you know, I'm just pulling that out of the air, by the way. And and they go, oh, this is selling a lot, but there's no context to it. You don't know what keywords. You don't know the history. You don't know anything about it. You don't know if it's viable to source. Like all of those things are, are wrinkles we're trying to iron out of this process. And it is not freaking easy. I mean, if we're, if these calls are anything, they are us mostly just crying to you of how hard we're working. <laughs> oh, God. And we, we, we need you to send us more money. No, we don't. <laughs> we're, we're willing to earn our, our uh, dinner. But I can tell you, it's really tough. And that's what makes it special. Right, Kev? I mean, that's what makes it special. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, there are other companies out there that, you know, that offer to find the products and stuff. But um, you and I have taken a look at some of those and uh, it, it's kind of laughable on, on some of what they're doing. Yeah. You know, listen, if this was a money grab, we could do it a lot different, a lot easier and spend less time and make more money. But this is something that we, we truly believe in. And that's why, like, this is, we don't have to pitch you guys. We're sold out. We can't sell anything, right? We're just trying to deliver on these, these options. Uh, but this is us saying to you, we haven't forgot about you. We got your back. You know, refunds will happen if we fail to deliver, but we ain't going to fail. We're not failures. And secondly, um, the the options that you're seeing or the options you can't see that we're working on are plentiful. There's going to be a lot of activity over the next, uh, I'll say, 30 to 45 days that will be probably just overwhelming to a, a lot of you guys. We're going to really be moving the ball. So it's there's a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, oh, we got a shout out from Chad. Hello, Chad. Nice to see you online. Uh, Chad, I think, is in Texas, like you, Kevin. Oh, welcome, Chad. Yeah, I think there's only two people in Texas. Is that is that? Uh, I think there's, there's three, but the other guy, uh, oh. we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, Joe Rogan is moving there. That's my 
Keep moving to Austin. Moving to Austin. Everybody's moving yeah. to Austin. Boy, yeah, you're going to have a well, – property values are going to go nuts there. Uh, uh, they, are, they already are. This whole pandemic, everybody was saying, oh, there's, I have a buddy that was buying a house. Like, oh, I'm just going to wait a couple months. Prices will go down. I'm like, don't do that, dude. And now hmm. they're at a higher rate than they were. You know, it, it, the supply and demand here is it's ridiculous. Um, it's just definitely a seller's market. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, in, in certain areas, that's certainly not going to change. So listen, everybody, we appreciate the time. Um, you know, we're working very, very diligently and not just Kevin and I, right? We're kind of the face and we're, we're kind of the, the people that you know and have met and so forth. But there's a lot of people in the background hustling and working really hard to make these things happen. And uh, yeah, we're, we appreciate you. Thank you for your business. Uh, we remain at your service. Uh, Kevin, any uh, words of wisdom before we jump? No, I appreciate everybody that's uh, coming on today. And that's uh, I know a lot of you are watching this on, on a replay on Facebook or YouTube or uh, Awesomers or, or one of those places. So uh, thanks for joining us as well. And uh, if, if you're not in the VIP, maybe you'll have an opportunity to check back in November. There might be some spots open up uh, or maybe everybody that's in there now is going to take them, take them again. But uh, And we might have to figure out, uh, I don't know, a third option, <laughs> a third round of refusal or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see if it ever gets to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, the the fact is we're going to we're gonna know a lot more here real soon in terms of, uh, you know, the, the velocity and the viability and so forth. But every single thing that we're bringing forward is possible. Forget about the news and FBA this or it's hard that or China this. None of that matters. It's all viable. It's amazing. And uh, – and, and we do this stuff every day. So uh, looking forward to it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you later, Kev. Take care. All right. Bye, guys.